All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy DJ Cyclops here on After the Music Stops, right here on Hicks Cartel Radio. And we have another artist out of North Carolina, North Carolina's own LA Truth. What's up, big bro? What's good with you, man? Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, first off, where did the name come from? Um, I used to go by the truth, T-H-E, truth. Okay. And when I first started putting my music on um, social media, and I think the first time I started putting my music online was the MySpace era. era. Ooh, wee. <laughs> and, when I, and, and I typed in the truth, and it was probably 20 to 30 pages of artists going by the truth. Gotcha. Uh, you know, I've always been a lyrical artist, and so I thought of a... a I thought of a witty way to come up with the truth to where it would be different from everybody else. So la in Spanish is the, and so I put la truth together and I still was able to play with that name, the truth. And I also, it's a double meaning with the LA means lyrical assassin. So I was able to put that name together and give it the meaning I wanted. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you said MySpace era. So mm-hmm. So you've been doing music over at least 20 years. Over a decade, for sure. Yes, most definitely. Because, let's see, MySpace, I was in middle school. Middle school? Yeah, middle yeah, school. I, <laughs> I, did, I did my first song when I was, uh, I'm going to say, a freshman in high school. So, yeah, I've, I've been making music for definitely over 20 years. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So how did you become how did you know music is what you wanted to do? Um, I don't know. That's just one of the things that brought me peace. Like, you know what I'm saying? My mother passed away when I was five years old. So, you know, I have a lot of songs where I kind of touch on my mom's dying from cancer. And, you know, so they were just kind of like what brought me more peace and kept my mind at ease making music. And my dad also was a singer. So he saw, he sang at a lot of churches and things like that. So music, has been a part of my life since I was a little kid. Okay, okay, okay. So now, was you? I know because we we've heard music where you straight killing bars. Mm-hmm. Then you got this music that's for the ladies. So, yeah. which one do you just like love more doing? Like when it comes to your process, like do you like the the R and B side or do you like the rap side? Which one do you like more? Um, I would say at this age, I would say both. I would kind of, I may lean more towards the R&B now. You know, when you get a little older, your ear get a little bit different. But I grew up listening to a lot of R&B as well. So, but coming up, rapping was all I really wanted to do. And, but I still could sing a little bit, but I kind of left that to my pop. But when I got out of that shell and started showing that I could sing, a lot of people was like, the truth, you need to sing, man. You need to sing and rap. So, you know, it took me a long time to jump into that element to where, you know, I'm you know, I'm gonna do the rapping and the singing. And to be honest, it's like I probably got way more popularity with the music when I started doing both. So there's something I wish I would have did a long time ago. Gotcha, gotcha. So not only do you do the music, you're you do acting because a lot of people might know you just from the skits from Instagram. Yeah. Nah, facts, bro. Yeah, so, like, how did that come about? Um, The acting thing is something I always wanted to do, too, man. I got my first um, camcorder, I'm going to say, 
2002, you know, this was a camcorder. And I just started filming little stuff right around the neighborhood, like, you know, doing stuff, me and my boys, we come together and I would put scenarios together. So I was already creating little short films and movies before social media. This is before you could just upload your work straight to an online site. But yeah, it's just something I was always interested in doing, man. So everything dealing with entertainment, I've always been into. Okay, okay, okay. So you said 2002. So was that like high school, middle school? Nah, that was grad. I had graduated at that time. Oh, 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 see, see, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling you younger than what you are. <laughs> yeah, I already know, man. You know, black don't crack, man. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. I'm a veteran, so, man. I'm a veteran, man. For real, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So, um, now I'll ask you this: Do you have the acting more than the music, or is it the music over the acting? I've made more money on the acting side. So, you know, you know, usually we go where the money go. So yeah, I mean, you go. <laughs> if I just go straight off passion though, music has always been that thing for me. But you know, I gotta go where the money goes. So I do all I do everything up there, man. All of the above. Gotcha, gotcha. So let, let's get a little bit deeper. Um tell us like growing up like how how was it growing up you know um because i know a lot of people you know losing their mom at a young age you know that that's like your your backbone right there so how was that you know losing your mom at such a young age um it was tough man but like i said being five years old i didn't really understand what was going on um so the hardest part of my life is just being able to get through life and handle everything without having a mother. You know, a lot of people lose their mother when they grown. And I feel like it's probably worse for a person who has their mother their whole life when they lose that mother because they miss so much about them. You know, by me being five, it's like I didn't really remember too much. And then, you know, I was raised by my grandparents. So, you know, the struggle was there. I just really didn't get a chance to really be a kid like normal kids get to be. So... I've been, you know, I, I got my own place when I was in high school. I had my own apartment. I still went to school every day without somebody telling me to. Um, did some things that I enjoyed with basketball. We had what we needed. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't one of those kids that got everything I wanted, but I had what I needed. You feel what I'm saying? Gotcha. gotcha. Um, and I talk about that in my music, man. Like my song, Couldn't Walk a Mile, I talk about coming from the struggle. You know, that's why I said you couldn't walk a mile in my shoes. The soul's like glass. If you people only knew what went on in my past. I grew up in Grimtown, no silver spoon in my mouth, a lot of holes in the ceiling, water running in the house when it rained, no money for a brand new crib. We was poor. You never seen us in brand new gear. Hand me downs what I dressed in. Yoka fella kept a brother warm in the winter with the sweaters and the dresser. Yoka fella is just like Goodwill. So when I said we dressed in hand me downs, um, Yoka fella, we went to thrift stores. Like, I still went to school with clothes on. I had exactly what I needed, but you know, it's not about what you wearing. It's about who's wearing. Them. You know, I made them clothes look fly. So, exactly. And you yeah. know, you know, the younger generation nowadays, you know, it, it they don't understand like some of the stuff that I, I'm gonna put myself in that category too. Us growing up, you know. 
we had what we needed. It, everything wasn't at our disposal, you know. Uh, like you said, I, well, I wasn't a hand me downs because my older sibling wasn't my sister, so I couldn't do yeah. no hand me downs. You couldn't go to school looking like a drag queen, man. <laughs> couldn't do that, but nah. you know, you know, like you know, we had what we needed. You know, we, you, you know, I had, you know, both of my parents in the house. Mm-hmm. You know, but it was just like I knew my first pair of Jordans were team Jordans. I thought I was the stuff with some it was fly, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, so you know, until I went to school though, was like, oh, that's not what everybody else got, but I was appreciative of that's what I had. Like mm-hmm. I even had a bar in that song too, the couldn't walk a mile song on. Um, because I didn't have Jordans. I, I actually had some fake Jordans. They was called hoops. Gotcha. And, and I had a bar in the song, which, which touches a lot of people. It's, um, I was like hoops on my feet that was imitation Jordans. When I hit the courts, it didn't keep me from scoring. I still did my thing. Like one of the highest scorers on my team at my school. And I'm just saying, it don't matter about the brand name, man. None of that matters, man. I still exactly. was able to keep scoring. I still was able to do my thing. So, you know, I just, I, I, like I said before, it's not about what you're wearing. It's about who wearing it. You feel me? Exactly. Exactly. I'm appreciative of everything I was able to get in my life. And it just made me the person that I am today. Like, you know, it ain't about the money and none of that. It's never been about that for me, man. But just being able to buy the things that I want and put my kids in a better position than what I ever had. I'm winning, you know what I'm saying? I'm winning anyway just because of that, you know? Gotcha, gotcha. Now, I had an interview earlier, um, and we talked about the artists that's still working at nine to five. Mm. You know, um, some, you know, a lot of people don't understand we still work. <laughs> we still, we still gotta make a living, you know. Because just because we out here, y'all see us out here doing shows, like mm-hmm. with you doing your comedy skits, we still got to make a living for our families, you know? So, yeah, we still do a nine to five jobs. So, like with you, are you are you still working? Um, are you still, you have a nine to five? Or, you, or this is strictly it for you? I mean, I keep it, I keep it all the way hundred, man. And uh, hopefully this is motivational to everybody that's going to see this. Um, throughout my rap career, man, like I said, I've been rapping over 20 years. Um, the past seven years of my life, I haven't went to nobody's job. I haven't clocked in for nobody. I, I get it on my own through everything that I do, through keep creating content, skits, music, all of that. But in the first part of my career, I definitely worked a nine to five and still went to the studio, laid my tracks down. But, you know, I'm blessed enough to say I haven't worked a job in over seven years. So I'm my own boss, but keep working, man. Whoever's doing this, whoever got a dream, don't do it for the money. You know what I'm saying? Definitely do it for the love. But just make sure you put yourself in certain situations that's going to get you paid, man. But don't sleep on a job, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I definitely have worked in my life and still balanced working and my craft and doing music and everything. So ain't nothing wrong with it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, um, 
I, I talked to your uh, label mate, Big Greg, last night. And uh, we were talking about how the, the relationships through your, through your career, like um, when you first started, with, you know, with your career and mm-hmm. the relationship that uh, now let me ask you this was your, you're married, right? Correct. Yes. So your wife, was she, was she receptive to what you were doing already? Or, you know, she had to grow to, and grow and support what you're doing over the years. Because, you know, some people be like, I don't think I could do this. Like, you know, all your time and effort is over here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how, how are you providing for a family? And, you know, you're, you have no job, you know, you're living, you're living your dream, but they don't see that in the beginning. So how was that? Well, when it comes to the financial side and the work side of it, you know, me and my wife, when we got together, I was already established as far as I'm getting to the bag. You know what I'm saying? The, The bag is enormous. So the money side of it, you can't really see too many problems with it when it's money, when you're making money off of it. But I will say it definitely was different than what she thought it would be. She never dated an entertainer. So to see the, you know, the looks that obviously that when you, when you're in this position and so many other women out there that, that they think could, could potentially be something when it's never nothing but business. So just the, the numbers, you know what I'm saying? Having millions of followers and, so much popularity and people in the DMs and people in the comments, you know, obviously that, that was a little awkward and something that she had to like, let it grow on to for a while to figure out what's going on. Like, okay, this is just business, but yeah, you know, definitely it was some, it was some issues here and there throughout five years of marriage, you know, with just being comfortable with this lifestyle because it changed a lot for her because I actually put her into my, into my brand. So when she's grew a big following, because of the way I did things as well. So we're yeah. a team here. So we we solid, we solidified on everything. We both support each other. But yeah, we winning, man, together, you know. Gotcha. And see, that's the thing. When you can find somebody that supports you and everything that you do, mm-hmm. the type of work that we do, you know, those are the ones you got to keep. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it's not a lot of them out here that really <laughs> support, you know, because I'll be real. Some of the relationships will be like, hey, I don't think this is going to work. You know, uh, you working, but you all your time is still focused on your dream of being in the industry somehow. Because I was, you know, I'm a DJ. So it's like, OK, this is, you know, that's all where your time is to where, like you said, you had, you know, the DMs and the, yeah. the women looking at you to where. I'll say one of my exes used to go all my gigs, stand right there by the DJ booth, like, okay, hey, uh, you know, gets to scope out what's going on, you know, and yeah. you know, as a DJ, you know, you got a lot of women coming up. Can we get a request or we're buying you drinks and you know yeah. stuff like that? So it was just like, okay, and mm-hmm. you know, um, it was a lot of jealousy in that part too. So I was just like, okay. I don't think this is going to work. Yeah, so, dating can definitely be really hard in, in this business. You know, it took me a while to get to that point where it was like, okay, 
it's time to settle down because it was a lot of girls that didn't understand it. You know, they had too many trust issues and things like that. So, you know, you definitely got to find that right one that you can trust and build something with. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, you were able to bring her into your brand and now see how a following. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I feel like if you could do that, or if you even find somebody that's already in the same type of industry that you're in that understands what you're doing Mm -hmm. is, it's even better. So, you know, um, yeah, it, it, cause I've had, you know, women say, well, DJ is not a real job, you know, no, Mm -hmm. it's it's a real job because y'all, y'all just don't understand what type of work we go through behind the scenes, you know, to get to this point where we're at. Um, when it start making sense, though, it makes sense to them too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. That's, that's all it is with women, man. So, just like I said, if you believe in your dream, it's something that you love to do, man. You got to do it, and eventually you'll find somebody who's gonna rock with you, no, no matter what, <clears throat> because your job, especially a dream job, is a stress reliever. Like these are things that you you want to do things that you absolutely love to do. You know, a lot of times it may take a while before the money to start coming in, like how you wanted to come in. But exactly. if, you, if you're passionate about it, it's something you really love. You got to do it, man, because that extends your life. Exactly. 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 So you have kids, right? Yes, for sure. OK, so how is that with your kids? Like, I know you probably I don't know how it is during the pandemic, but. Were you doing shows to where you were gone most of the time to where kids didn't really understand what was going on? Like, how's that? Nah, not really. Cause like, you know, as far as my music go, when I dropped, drop it low, it took off fast. Like right when I dropped it, but the pandemic happened. So like with COVID happening, it didn't, it wasn't a whole lot of bookings going on. Gotcha. So I, I mean, I do shows, but it's not like I'm out every week you know what i'm saying okay okay you'll get a lot of family time home time and stuff like that so i make so much money on social media that i'm i'm at home a lot you know what i'm saying you know when that bag is right i'm outside but you know with covid with covid happening how it did it kind of slowed a lot of that stuff down i had a lot of bookings where people was ready like to book stuff and then covid hit and it just messed up a lot of stuff so Okay, okay, okay. So I want to go back to one of your songs that you did. Um, I heard it for the first time on Saturday. Uh, was the you and Snoop? Oh, don't disrespect, yeah, yes, yes. So tell me, how did that collaboration come about? Um, it was actually something my manager had set up with Manifest Music, Cody. Man, he set it up through another artist named KZ. Mm-hmm. And Snoop Dogg feature happened, and which was dope, man. That's somebody I always looked up to as a rapper, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Tupac. You know, if you can get a feature from any of those guys, man, it's like it's one of those things you'll never forget. So just being able to get that feature done with Snoop and going to his house, actually smoking weed with him and just sitting down soaking up game. And man, the dude is just he's just an incredible dude all around, man, when it comes to he's a very wise brother. And I definitely got to say he got the best weed I've ever smoked in my life. He has his own <laughs> strand. He has his own strand. And, you know, I can't, I'm not going to be one of them dudes that say I can smoke with Snoop. 
I ain't gonna, I'm never gonna <laughs> pet him and say, I'll smoke you under the table or none of that. Cause like after two of those blunts, man, and he rolls them kind of fat. Uh-huh. But rolling two blunts with him, I'm smoking two blunts with him. I tapped out after those two blunts and he was still, he probably did about five more of them joints and he still was good. So I, I don't know. He's a, he's a real smoker. Gotcha. Gotcha. I know I haven't seen that side of Snoop. Um, I'm a football coach. So yeah. down here in Texas, we actually had, we were a part of the Snoop football league out of California yeah. though. So um, when he, we used to go out to California and play games or like we would have like our championships here, he would come here and guess chopping it up with him like on a business level is like you would never think, OK, this is Snoop that's talking like mad business with you. But, yeah, I never saw the other side of Snoop because it was too many kids around. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like he he is a humble dude. Like he's not what the media portrays him would be. You know, nah. he's very cool. humble, cool, yeah. laid back. Yeah. So, um, so working with Snoop, I don't even know how to ask this question. Who who else would you work want to work with though? Like you already uh, work with one, the Godfather of rap, like so. <laughs> Definitely got a, a a fab five that if I ain't done nothing until I can work with these guys. Um, Nas. Ooh, okay, okay. Jay Z. Okay. Jada Kiss. And I'm and I'm strictly I'm going for the old school. Then I'm gonna give you some new cats. Okay. Um, out of those, we get a song with Fifty Cent. Um, who else? Cause Pac and Big ain't here, so I can't dig them yeah. up. So let me see, who else? That's a lie. Let me give me, let me give me Ice Cube, man. He's a he's I a was better. Definitely gonna say, I can see you and Ice Cube because, yeah, yeah, I can see. Yeah, yeah. I got a beat that he got that I want to get on too, man. That um I think would be so promising. So I need to save that one for Ice Cube. Gotcha. gotcha. I'm a new five. Like it's gonna Drake. Okay. Lil Wayne. Um Future. I gotta get I gotta get on the track with the game because a lot of people say me and game is so similar, man. And and I actually respect his body of work. Um I feel like I feel like I'll be seeing a lot of top 20s lists coming out. And I'm shocked that game is not on none of these lists that I'm seeing. And that to me that's disrespectful, man. Game really got bars and I think maybe people just didn't listen to him. Exactly. Exactly. Uh T.I. T.I. is definitely I'm I'm gonna have to name some southern artists and get them their flowers. T.I. and Ludacris. I would definitely love to work with them guys. Okay, okay. And you know, I've asked that question to a lot of people. And you know, I'm kind of upset because I, I see how you feel about the game, but I'm upset because nobody says Eminem. Like, nah, I, Eminem, Eminem is on those lists, man. Like, he, he on them lists, yeah. M on there. Like, yeah, he's I, incredible too. I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of Eminem, but he's definitely incredible as a lyricist, as a writer. You know, he got a lot of funny songs, but it's yeah. when he's serious. When Eminem is serious, I don't, I don't think nobody's messing with Eminem when he's actually serious. When he ain't playing around, he's, he's the, 
probably one of the dopest. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So those two lists, if you could combine them for five, combine all those people you just named, but put five, combine them, who would you do? So just only pick five? Yeah, let's go five. Because you named 10. Because you, you named 10. You did five old ones and five new ones. Now combine them, and who would you do? To do songs with? Yeah. I Being that, you know, I'm, I'm in year 21 of my career, and I need some banger, banger, bangers. I got to go with Drake. I have to go with, I, st- I still got to put Wheezy on the track. I still feel like Wheezy draw the listeners. So we got Drake, Lil Wayne. I'm still going to go with Nas, Jay-Z. That's four right there. Yeah. And this is just rappers, because, you know, if I was to go to R&B, there's going to be some more heads in there, too. So Yeah, we're going to get to that. We're going to get <laughs> cool. cool. Let me see. Who that fifth spot? Nah, who that fifth spot? Who who's a top rap? I didn't, it's got to be off those lists. Okay, so give me game, man. I'm gonna go ahead and get game in that in that in that top five too, man. So like okay. I said, it's Nas, Jay, Game, Drake, Lil Wayne. Okay, okay. So let's flip it over to the R&B side. R&B. I gotta go with Chris Breezy. Okay. And Chris Breezy. I need Chris Breezy in that Drop It Low remix, man. That's. Guaranteed yeah. to be. You no, know, that would be dope. <laughs> Guaranteed. Side of there. Yeah, that would be dope. That would be dope. Made, uh, made it do what it do off without a feature. So I'm just saying, we get, we get, we get Chris Brown on there. That's out of there. Yes, Boy. yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that would be dope. That would uh, be. Um, R&B. I fuck with Neo. You know, I definitely rock with Neo's music. Jamie Foxx. Okay. Okay. Now I gotta go to somebody that I know gonna bring that bread for me. Bruno Mars. Um and go ahead and throw Justin Bieber in there because I'm trying to get this money. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so you you'll take Justin Bieber over Justin Timberlake? I think I think Bieber is gonna bring in more money right now. Yeah, most okay. definitely. I think he's going to talk more. I I haven't really heard nobody talk about Timberlake in a minute, so I don't know. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Yeah, now, like like I said, I can see that drop it, you know, with Chris Brown. Like, yeah. 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 Y'all need to go ahead and try to make that happen. Yeah. Yeah, I got to see if I can make that happen, man, for sure. Yeah. You know, they they be wanting to wait until it's hot, 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 hot. And then want to try to jump on it. Nah, I need, hey, let's make this shit. Let's make it go. Exactly, exactly. But they can say, you made it go. You know what I'm saying? Don't wait until it's hot when it's already, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, okay, so as far as the acting, like, are you just going to continue with the skits? Are there movies coming out? What's going on with that? Movies coming out, man. The Millennial will be aired tomorrow on BET Plus. Okay. The movie that I'm in, Flip the Script, will be coming to uh, Netflix. I'm not sure the date on when that's dropping on Netflix, but I'm definitely going to be working on a lot of films, man, for 2022. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, now, since I, I know we kind of had a dip in the numbers. And then they kind of skyrocketed back up. With, so how the 
how are the tour dates coming along for 2022? We're getting everything set up, man. You know, we're getting everything set up. So I can't, I don't want to give any dates right now. I definitely don't have the dates, but we getting it lined up, man. Gotcha, gotcha. I know a lot of artists is like, yeah, we had stuff, but the numbers spike back up again. Yeah, COVID. Yeah, that's why you can't even say anything with COVID numbers keep going up, man. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you, with COVID, how did it, I know with dropping, that kind of thrived during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so how was you able to keep that momentum going through the pandemic when some people just kind of fell off during the pandemic? Social media, man. Like, that's why I try to tell people to utilize your social media, man. People are always on there. And once the outside got closed up, the social media numbers spiked even more because more people was on their computers, more people on their phones. So, you know, TikTok is a major source to get your music pushed. So, you know, women is women is on there. The kids is on there. Everybody's on there dancing to music. So, you know, so shout out to all my TikTok supporters. Shout out to my Instagram supporters. Shout out to my YouTube, Facebook supporters. Y'all definitely kept that joint going for me and just keeping on putting, putting stuff out to the video. I mean, to the song was dope, man. I appreciate y'all. Hopefully y'all keep jumping behind all these records too. Gotcha, gotcha. Now y'all too, Fleet DJs, man. Y'all been behind that project for for a minute too, man. So I appreciate that love. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I interviewed you a few weeks back and you told me the concept of how Drop It Low came about. So for those who didn't get to hear, let them know who was the inspiration behind that song? My wife and just being locked in the house, can't go outside, none of that. And um, at that time, we we actually had another record we was promoting, like a strip club record, um, the Hands Free song with me and Big Gray. Yes. Which is going crazy in the strip clubs in Atlanta and different places like that. So, you know, not being able to get out, promote and all that. Me and my wife went down in the basement. Everything was shut down, all the clubs, everything. Um, I put on the beat. And my wife started dancing for me. I started singing the song to her, and that's how Drop It Low came out, man. So <laughs> was it that was it that beat, or did was it, it was that beat? Was okay. that beat? It, yeah, because I actually did it as like a skit. You know how I do my skits? Yeah, yeah. And I posted it. I I, I haven't written a song or nothing at the time. So like the song was actually freestyle. I just she started dancing for me, and I was just letting me see you dance, girl. Drop it low, drop it, drop it low. Let me see you dance, girl. Drop it low, drop it to the flow, yeah. If you can dance, baby, I got cash. All of that was just off the head, man. Gotcha. Off the gotcha. head, bro. And when yeah. I posted it, they just went crazy. They was like, yo, you need to make this a song. And at first, I still didn't go to the studio. And it just like, I think the third week of them just keep tagging me, everybody sharing it, it got just off that little, you know, thing, just playing around, it had a million views. So it was just like, yo, you need to do a song. So I went to the studio and laid it down. And I wrote the ver- the rap verse right on the spot in the studio, man. It probably took me 20 minutes to complete the song. So, Gotcha, gotcha. So I know the, con- the, the process of writing that song. So is that basically how your, your writing process is? You just freestyling with the songs first or and that's the crazy thing man it's like i feel like that format worked the best for me because 
being a lyrical artist, like I think sometimes as a writer, when you're a lyrical type of rapper, you take it too serious. Like your thought process is too serious. So I'll listen to a beat and I'll sit down instead of freestyling it out and having fun. I just start writing. And when I start writing, I get into that serious element and it's like, it's, it's dope, but the fun is not there. You see what I'm saying? So the thing with the thing with freestyling, it's fun. And when it's fun, everybody's going to enjoy it. So like, I, I, I'm going to start taking that approach more. I did the same approach with my song falling in love that I created to my wife. As soon as I heard the beat, I started freestyling that one as well. And I feel like the two songs that I actually freestyled came out the best. So like, that's going to definitely going to be more of my format. Gotcha. Gotcha. And I, I do agree, you know, uh, as a writer, I, when you when you get put as a lyric a lyricist, you know people want those bars like bars, yeah. So it it takes a strain on yourself because you gotta deliver each time. Yeah. But like you said, when you start having fun with it and it just comes natural, that's when your best music comes about. Yeah, man. Yeah, so I can't I, overthink it, man. Sometimes you overthink it as an artist altogether. You know, everything ain't got to make sense. Uh, I think we, we all know the sky is blue, but if a person singing about the sky being red, probably going to get more people to listen to it. I'm just just being honest. like Exactly. exactly. Being honest, man. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, because uh, that, that reminds me of a, it's a country song called Neon Moon. Yeah. And, you know, be like, what's Neon? Like, they gravitate to that title. Cause I know I sure did. Like, why are we talking about neon moons? Cause you know. <laughs> so yeah, I, I get what you're saying when it comes to stuff like that. Just having fun with, you know, play words and stuff like that. You know, it it gets the listeners more involved. And, you know, to listen, cause they're like, okay, what's he really talking about here behind this? That you later, man, and then they smoke a blunt, and then that moon becomes neon. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, um, so like I said, with with music, the acting, if you could not do neither one of those, what would you be doing right now? If I couldn't do music or acting, exactly, stand up comedy. Okay. 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 I don't think it's I don't think it's a way for me not to entertain, man. I'm gonna be entertaining no matter what it is. Like so then when you say take away comedy, <laughs> rap, uh, okay. Man. So let's say take away the entertainment all together. I'll be overseas playing basketball somewhere, man. Gotcha. Okay. 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 Or or just running the record label looking for talent. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, I'm I'm good at promoting. I'm good at scouting talent. So either way, man, my hands is gonna be on the entertainment, whether it's me doing the entertaining. So gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Now, um, is it a record label that you see in the future for yourself? Or? Yeah, I have my own record label now. It's called Fast Cash Records. Okay, 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 okay. Cool, cool, cool. So. Are you you looking for talent or is it just you? How, how's it? 
now nah, I'm definitely looking for some talent, man. Um, 2022, I'm, I'm definitely going to be signing. I'm going I'm to say I'm looking for about three artists for 2022. Gotcha, gotcha. Just are, are you looking for producers as well? Yeah, uh, producers, rappers, singers, all of that. Okay. Now, I did have a conversation with uh, another artist how they have that chemistry with their producer, just like, you know, um, Kanye and Jay, you know, Dr. Dre and all them, you know, have that connection with their producers. Do you have that producer where you're like, okay, this producer knows what I I need, what my voice sounds like to where all you got to do is call them up or is it more so you're scouting for producers to where you're still looking for your sound? Yeah, I'm still searching. I'm still searching, man. Cause like, I usually just find a dope beat and I just go out and purchase the beat like that. So, gotcha. I got tons of beats. I still got to go through. So many different producers sent me beats, and I haven't had a time had the time to actually go through them all. But you know, it's usually no problem for me to get that that type of production. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Now I know a lot of people play some type of instrument. Did you play some type of instrument in high school? I didn't never do nothing. I didn't play none of that. I'm just, I'm, I'm raps. I didn't play no instruments. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Because, you know, it, it seems like it always stems from the artist being in a band. Like, like yeah, I was in a band in high school, played trombone, played something. Yeah, like. Right. Yeah. But no, okay, okay, okay. Now, I come from the era where I just throw an instrumental on and, and go crazy, so. Yeah. Gotcha. 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 So growing up, you grew up in North Carolina, right? Yeah. North Carolina, born, born and raised in the studio is where I spent most of my days. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so with, with that, you know, with a, that type of, y'all have a, y'all have a sound, you know, but it's not as well as, to me, it's not well established. Like, you know, you have the West and you have the East. You have oh, the- yeah, most definitely not, man. I, I would say most North Carolina rappers that I know, uh, we rap more up North. You know what I'm saying? It's more like an up North type of flow. Gotcha, gotcha. Most people, most people when they hear me rap, they say it sounds like I'm from New York or New Jersey or something like that. But um, you got the baby, which the, the baby is starting to create kind of like the sound for North Carolina because a lot of people starting to rap like how he rapped, but um, that's that was never even the, the sound easy either, neither. That's just like, he kind of adopted Atlanta style a little bit to me. And the way he does it, you know, I'm starting to hear a lot of people running with it as well, but that's definitely not a North Carolina sound. I, I can't say who would be a North Carolina sound. J. Cole raps like New York, you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Because then you had Peaky Pablo back in the day. Yeah, and that was totally different. Like I said, got to give Petey his. Petey was different. Like nobody raps like Petey. So, yeah. So, like, are you trying to make your own sound, or you trying to? Because I I hear more West Coast. You hear West Coast, okay? Yeah, I I hear more West Coast. Yeah, I heard a couple people say West Coast, but for the most part, I usually get the New York up north sound. Cause I grew up listening to Jada Kiss, Nas, Jay Z, Gotcha, gotcha. Biggie, people like that. That's what I grew up listening to. So, so gotcha. I think I definitely got my cadence more from that. 
Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, because I did kind of notice you you you're a little East Coast heavy on that list. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so okay, okay, okay. So what's next for you far as the music? Um, you're gonna more R and B and rap songs like the same, just like drop it low. It's gonna be more of those songs, the combination of rap and R and B together. Um Maybe an R&B album, like an R&B project. I haven't did a full R&B project yet. Something I'm looking forward to doing. You know, a lot of ladies been asking for it, so got to get the ladies what they want. Is that a lot of more films, movies, and stuff produced for myself? Full, full films produced by me, directed by me, and all that. So you know, it's up, man. 2022 about to be epic. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, so you know, I feel like. Um, like you, like I said earlier, you know, you thrived through the pandemic because, like I said, a lot of people didn't, you know. And yeah. sometimes I feel like the pandemic was a blessing in disguise for some people, yeah. like, you know, because, like, I, I know a lot of people who I'm close with in the industry that either flopped or gained something out of this. Me personally, I gained a whole lot out of this because, like you said, social media was epic during the pandemic. Yeah. Like I, I started doing live videos on Facebook five times a week. You know? Yeah. And it was like I didn't realize how powerful social media was until during that, that first few months of the pandemic. I was like, oh, okay. So like so you hadn't been seeing the truth on Facebook all these years. Man, <laughs> 0.9 million followers, man. I go live. I've been man. telling people how to do this thing. I do all of that, bro. Man, man, you, you know it. You still there? Uh-oh. I think we lost him, y'all. I think we lost him. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> 